Welcome to the City Confessions. I'm Marianne Yip, a native New Yorker, and I'm here to discuss all the thoughts that go to the minds of people living in New York City. Since I'm a native who was born and raised in a city that never sleeps, I come across people who are constantly in a rush. I would like to take a moment to sit down and talk about what's on their minds and what keeps them up at night. So sit back and let's dive into these confessions of people I know and people I just met. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of The City Confessions. I am so excited because I have another native New Yorker on my podcast, and that is always such a joy. So I would love to welcome Rafaela Alberts. We have personally worked together in a professional sense, but as I've met her, we just, I don't know, we just had this cool vibe. And then when I discovered she was a native New Yorker, I was like, yes, girl, I need to get you on my podcast. So hi, Rafaela, how are you? And welcome. Hey, happy to be here. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to have you on. And I know that this is your first podcast. So I love that. I love taking your podcast virginity. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm I'm very honored to give it to you. Okay, so before we get started, why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners, tell us who you are, what you do, and your relationship with New York City. Yeah, so my name is Rafaela. Um, I am, so yeah, like you mentioned, I'm a digital marketer. Um, I have, um, I've been working in digital marketing. Well, I've been working in marketing for a couple of years now. And I've kind of like dabbled in a bunch of different things. The company that I work for, I've been working for them for like eight years now. Uh, So I've dabbled in like a bunch of different departments, a bunch of different fields. Um, But aside from that, I I don't really like to define myself by like my career path or anything like that. Yes. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like what I do at work is what I do at work. But the second I'm done working, it's like I'm a totally different person. You know, like i I. The, the person that they know at work is like a completely different person outside of work. Um, so yeah, um, my relationship to New York is very uh, love-hate, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being born and raised here, you kind of see like the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows. Um, and I feel like I was born and raised in in Brooklyn, in South Brooklyn. So, you know, there's the cool areas. You got Williamsburg, you got Bushwick. Um, that's dies on the come up now, too. Yeah, I was never, like, part of the cool areas. So whenever, like, people would ask me, where are you from? I'd be like, Brooklyn. They'd be like, oh, Williamsburg? And I'd be like, mm-mm, I'm from Bensonhurst. <laughs> no mm-hmm. one knows what that is. No one knows where that is. But it's, like, right at the tip of South Brooklyn, closer to Coney Island. So I'd always just be like, you know, basically Coney Island. Um, but yeah, growing up in New York, it was it was really cool. It was really, really raw, really real. I feel like I got a lot of street smarts from it. Um, yeah. You know, I love hearing that. Yeah. And I think you are the first person to come on and say, you know what, I'm not defined by my title. Yeah. And I think oftentimes it's the natural introduction that 
people have of each other or people say, right? When it's like, oh, what do you do? Like, it's always like who you are and yeah. what do you do? So and cliche. for me, it is cliche. And now I'm I'm having to rethink <laughs> my <laughs> no, first no, no. question now. No, go for it. No, but it's good though because I think there's always ways to evolve. And I never thought about just like the first question. I, again, I thought it was just like a very common introductory question, especially for my guests, right? It's like, okay, you, you just came on. Like, let's warm you up by just saying who you are. So with that being said, though, what is either one word or one to three words that you would describe yourself? Because I don't know you in a personal level. And I really love that you right away was like, listen, I'm a whole other person <laughs> when I'm outside of work. So who are you? Like, what are the three of your of your traits or characteristics that you truly embody? Um, well, for starters, I think like the biggest thing about me is that I'm super social. Mm-hmm. So like the one thing, like I went to college for communications because I was just like, okay, I have to go to college. I have to major in something. I have to get some sort of degree, but I don't know what I, what I want to do, you know? Like, so obviously the one thing that I kind of flock towards was communications because I'm like, okay, I'm a communicative person. <laughs> I'm, I like to talk to people. So let's get a degree in this. Um, so yeah, I'm like super social. I'm always like trying to understand um, everyone's different perspectives and everyone's, um, their upbringings, their backgrounds, everything. I love to talk to people. So I'll definitely say that is one of my biggest traits. Um, Another one is that I'm very, uh, I'm hyperactive, I think. (laughs) Um, I've I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok lately, okay? And I never, ever thought that I had ADHD until TikTok told me I had ADHD, (laughs) okay? So I basically, I'll find like a new hobby or a new passion project every week a few weeks ago I was like I'm gonna learn ukulele and then (laughs) before that I was just like I'm an artist I'm gonna paint so um kind of like a what's the there's a term for it jack of all trades you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you dabble into everything but you're not really great great at anything (laughs) so yeah maybe hyperactive is probably a word I would use to describe myself um and I'm also super empathetic probably mm-hmm. over like too empathetic um I don't I don't know how much to believe into like zodiac signs and things like that but I'm a Pisces and mm-hmm. from what I know about you know Pisces and things like that we're very empathetic we're sponges we absorb everything so uh my mood is definitely affected by my surroundings the people around me what I'm witnessing I, I can't watch like violent movies because I'll like mm-hmm. sit there and like someone breaks their arm in the movie I'm like holding my arm and I'm like ah, my arm mm-hmm. you know so um yeah I, I would say those are like my top three top three traits well I can relate a hundred percent so I'm a Pisces rising yes. I do know a lot about astrology and Yes, Pisces are very sensitive and they can, like you said, just feel things and absorb things. And I don't know, I think out of all the signs, well, also cancer, but like they're the sign that is very like giving as well, but not even almost wanting to. It's Mm -hmm. just part of like their nature. And I think what's so beautiful that you mentioned, I guess, on a positive side of ADHD um, (laughs) is that 
I think adults, when we grow up, we forget to have fun, to try new things, to have passion projects, to continue discovering hobbies. And when I was hearing you talk about, okay, yeah, I wanted to do the ukulele and I wanted to do an art, you know, I wanted to be an artist and all of that. That that drive and excitement should never, ever die. And I think, you know, being in America and maybe even in New York, it has been instilled in us to like constantly, constantly work, like climb the corporate ladder because it is a city where you will fall behind, right? Yeah, definitely. So I love that you still maintain that. And again, it's like coming full circle to the first sentence or so that you mentioned about like, hey, I also have a life and I also have this other side of me and that's the beautiful part about being humans like we we're not just one-dimensional like we have tons of layers so I just love that you said so much in that short seven minutes or so yeah and I feel like also as you get older like yeah you're trying to like climb that corporate ladder and whatnot and like you're you're getting this instilled in your brain and like I come from an immigrant family so like my family came here from um from Soviet Russia and uh like they kind of just instilled it in me like you have to go to college you have to do this you have to get a corporate job you have to do all of that so I feel like in the past few years I kind of got lost in that notion and I just like have been so routined and so like doing what I have to do for my job that I lost like that creative aspect of myself. And I was like, wait, I am a naturally creative person. I don't want to get sucked into this corporate shithole. Um, You know, sorry to like put it that way, but that's what it is. And I'm just like, I need to start doing more things to be more creative and just to like benefit myself. So yeah, I feel like we lose touch of that as we get older. And it's important to kind of just like remember that and just feed into whatever urge you're getting if it's like a a positive and creative urge you know what I mean absolutely and I think it's very timely because I don't think it's just happening to you or on a very small scale I think collectively like what's happening in the universe and just this year in particular there's a lot of redefining ourselves as our as you know our identities Um, but when we're doing that individually and we're all doing that, then it becomes like, okay, how are we going to, I don't know what the right phrase is. I wanted to like naturally say change the world, but that's yeah. not what I meant. It's no, more like, it. yeah, changing the direction that we're going at because clearly what's been happening is no longer working. <laughs> no, no. So yeah, it's really, really interesting. I feel like people kind of picked up on that too um, during COVID because, you know, everything went, everything was paused and mm-hmm. we just had time to think and kind of like, be with ourselves like how how often can you safely say that you have just um like weeks or a month to just be by yourself and be in your head and just really think about who you are as a person you know I feel like we've never had that before up until recently so I feel like that is kind of also maybe I'm wrong but I feel like that's a big reason as to why people are kind of um coming out of their shells more and like no, I, I agree for sure. And I think it's funny because we are like we live in our bodies every single day mm-hmm. and we know each other, not me and you, but like well, ourselves, yeah. I should say. Yeah, we know ourselves the best. Mm-hmm. But when we're forced to, like you said, sit in silence or sit without thoughts, like how uncomfortable is that? Oh, and yeah. we, we tend to crave distraction, right? Well, that's Netflix, TikTok, yeah. socializing, but it's like, 
Okay, but the most important relationship, at least what I've learned this year, is like the most important relationship you have is with yourself. So you have to cultivate that, nurture it, and you know, we we pour so much. At least for me, I pour so much to like work and like other relationships, yeah, and and everything else. And it's like, okay, but where do I come in, right? For sure. So yeah, I don't know. It's so crazy. I also feel like because. This podcast is happening so late in the year. Like, where you're my second to last guest. Oh wow! Of season, yeah, of season six, and the last female actually. Oh. Um, it's like we we tend to just naturally go in this like self reflection route because that's what I feel like. This conversation is like, hey, what have oh, yeah. you taught me? Like, where am I now? <laughs> no, for sure. So yeah, yeah. You're okay, so with with all of that. I would love to know, is there anything in this particular moment that is stressing you out? So I always ask my guests, like, what keeps you up at night? And again, it's like a very, it's not really cliche, but I think cutting into the question is a real curiosity and genuine um, desire to get to know you at your core. Mm -hmm. And if there's nothing that's stressing you you out, because I always say there's phases for everything. You can honestly be on a high right now. That is totally fine as well. But if you are comfortable sharing anything, like what's, you know, what's on your mind? Yeah, no, I am a, I am, I am stress. (laughs) Have you, have you heard that, um, that Machine Gun Kelly and, and Megan Fox thing lately where he was just no. like, they were, they asked Megan Fox like, oh, why did you, uh, what drew you to Machine Gun Kelly in the first place? And she's like, I walked into the room and I looked at him and I said, it smells like weed in here. And he just stared at me and he said, I am weed. Like, you haven't heard of that? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. That was everywhere. It was so funny. I'm like, Megan Fox, that's what got <laughs> you? Really? Him saying I am weed? Anyway, he is weed. I am stress. I am literally <laughs> stress. I am stressed out all the time. If, if there's nothing to be stressed out about, I will find something to be stressed out about. Um, right now, currently, I am stressed out with work, obviously, but I'm always stressed out with work just because I feel like there's a million and one things to be done and um, I'm one person. How am I going to finish all of them? But that's besides the point. I feel like that's always kind of on like the back end for me. Main thing stressing me out and it kind of goes back to the title of your podcast is New York City actually. So mm-hmm. living costs are really, really stressing me out. Mm-hmm. I have been trying to um, find a house, not even a house, because uh, I cannot afford a house in New York City right now. <laughs> I have been trying to find an apartment to purchase in New York for probably the last two years now. Um, and it has been so hard. Everything is so expensive. And where I'm living right now is just like not practical enough for me. I'm sure it's practical for in general, but like I, I, I just crave a bigger space. I crave a different environment. I have a certain standard that I'm setting for myself, especially like as someone that is born and raised in New York, I know what's out there. I know what I can get. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, living is is living is stressing me out. I can't find like a decent priced not even decent. I can't find a reasonable priced apartment. Like I'm, I'm looking at all of these listings and it's like a one bedroom for like 300, 400,000. And it's like garbage. So I'm just like, well, 
I'm going to knock that off of my bucket list because I'm not going to be able to buy that anytime soon. So then I resorted to finding a new apartment to rent, but just everything is getting more and more and more expensive. Like a nice, like your, your basic nice apartment would be like $2,000. And even in like the, um, in, in like the, the neighborhoods that aren't on the come up or anything like that, they're becoming more expensive too. Like where I live, nobody wants to live there. Nobody cares about Bensonhurst. Like there's nothing cool over there, you know, but just the cost of living is getting so much more expensive. So yeah. I feel you. And I, and I think like people who don't live in New York city, they hear about it, but it's like, no, no, it's so true. And I think people are always shocked to hear, but like as New Yorkers, it's very common. And I don't think it's disrespectful to ask, how much you pay for rent like I'm because I moved like twice in the, in the last two, two years or so okay. and like my friends would always ask me that. I don't know if that's yeah. how you feel but it's very common because first of all yeah. it's public knowledge you can literally just google the apartment yeah and you can see who lives anywhere <laughs> yeah but I remember like I think I had a friend who was like not from New York and they were like whoa like is that's so weird that's like asking somebody oh how much God. they make and I was like no you don't understand it's it's because it's like a like a what is it's like a glue yeah like we, all, <laughs> we all experience it so 100%. it's not like somebody can be like no I don't you know I'm not affected by rent like mm-hmm. no you are and rent as we all know is just one element of like all the bills mm-hmm. so it's it's truly insane yeah but I guess because I I also have had moments where I wanted to also buy a place and I feel you like the options are either crazy or also sometimes I think I'm really picky like I'm 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 gonna buy a place I'm not settling for like x y and z like I want I want these things um are you planning and I don't know this is like a you know the question that you might have the answer to yet but is New York like your forever home or like why have you been looking to purchase in New York? Oh, man, I'm stuck here. Unfortunately, I am, I think, doomed to live in New York, um, <laughs> mainly because um, my I come from a huge family. I have like 32 cousins. Um, oh, my and God. Yeah, and relatively, like we're all kind of close in age. Um, so I'm pretty close with a, with a, a majority of them. Um, and they all live, not all of them, sorry. of them live in New York. I have some family in uh, Philadelphia also, but like, oh man, I hate it there. Um, (laughs) I hate it there. (laughs) So like, I do plan on staying in New York solely because like my family is here and like, I don't know if they have any plans of moving, but let's say all of them just like collectively up and move to Florida, then I'll consider it, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, right now I just really want to be close to my family. And I feel like when you leave New York, even on vacation or just traveling anywhere, and you go to these states, you go to Jersey, you go to PA, you go to Connecticut, you go to these places, and you're just like, damn it, I can't leave my house and walk to the deli. Mm -hmm. I can't just, a lot of these places, you can't even just get up and take a walk because they don't have freaking sidewalks, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you're going to have to drive everywhere. I'm scared of driving. I have my license. I drive, but I don't really like to drive. So as much as I can avoid that, I will. So yeah, I I think I will stay in New York. Also, because like, uh, there's, I know it's like, 
it's crowded, it's condensed, it's expensive, it's, it's, it's dirty, <laughs> it's dirty <laughs> here, but the opportunities are endless. You're going to have so mm-hmm. much more opportunity here than you'll ever have in another, in another state. So, um, as someone, yeah, I don't define myself by my career, but I still am always aiming to grow my career and learn more things and be exposed to more things. I think the best place to do that in is New York. So Mm -hmm. definitely going to stay here for a while. It's so funny because, you know, you were saying you have a love-hate relationship with New York City. And I think that response (laughs) wraps that sentiment up. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely... Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think in movies and like when people see New York, it's very glamorized, as I'm sure other places are as well. But like, there's there's never going to be a perfect place that checks off all the you know boxes. And I think For it's sure. just about in the majority. Like, is the city serving you? Is it is it bringing you joy? Right, mm-hmm. bringing joy more than stress because we all have stress. Oh yeah. But if you can find like that reason or just that feeling Mm -hmm. like you mentioned that you will not get anywhere else then like clearly New York still has a special place in your heart right Mm -hmm. (laughs) definitely yeah yeah and you're right about finding finding that joy like I never actually thought about it until you just brought it up because that's such an important factor you know like where you live it should Mm -hmm. bring you more joy than it brings you stress um I think that's kind of something that I have to like sit and assess at the end of the day. Like, does it bring me more joy mm-hmm. than stress? You know, I got to make like a pros and cons list, but I don't know that yet. So that's actually a really good thing to think about. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So I know we talk about things that stress you out, but I would love to know on the flip side, yeah. when have you felt the most proud? And again, it doesn't have to necessarily be related to your career. Yeah. It could just be something personal. Like when you think of like your best highlight, like in life so far, yeah. what is that? Um, Automatically, and I don't even know why this is the first thing that comes to my head, but like my highlights in life, definitely. Maybe I'm in the, I'm in the wrong career path the more I think <sighs> about this, but my highlights in life definitely have to do more with how I've helped people in my life. So like mm-hmm. I'll think of all of the nice things that I've done. And and this 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 makes me sound like I'm reaching, but I'm not, you know. <laughs> um yeah, just how I've helped people in my life and like where I was able to kind of brighten someone's day. That's always something that makes me feel really really good about myself is when I'm able to uplift someone else. I'm like I I I pride myself on being like super supportive with anyone as long as it's a good idea and um, helpful wherever I can be helpful but that also kind of winds up biting me in the ass sometimes because then I like overextend a hand and I wind up caring about other people more than I'll care about myself you know mm-hmm. um, but still I, I'm definitely like all, a, a lot of the like most positive moments that come to my head are instances where I was able to like make someone's day or help someone out or do something like that. Um, another thing that kind of just like the question was what, what makes me happy, right? <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. What was the question? When have you felt the most proud? When have I made? Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously also at work, um, whenever I'm just able to kind of accomplish something and like I start a campaign that 
it, it does really well. And maybe if I was like questioned about it in the first place or like there was skepticism around it, I'm just like, Mm-mm, I know this will do good. And mm-hmm. then it winds up doing good. And I'm like super proud of myself too. I'm also really proud of myself when I am able to achieve a nice winged liner in the morning. <laughs> I think that's a nice little thing to be proud of. It's hard. <laughs> we are like aligned because I'm not joking. Okay. So, I mean, we already spoke about this, but um, we we have a hard stop in this recording. I have to go somewhere after. Yeah, yeah. But, so I kind of was rushing in the morning. I like did my makeup, but I was like, I I remember looking in the mirror, being like, "Oh my god, I I forgot to do my wing eyeliner." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, after the podcast, I have to like really like remember to do that before I leave the apartment." But yeah. I'm not even making this up. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. Your pussy's rising is showing. I know. But it's so crazy. But yes, you're totally right. Like having that winged eyeliner, yeah. even if it's like, you know, people don't notice it, but you feel so good about it. You're like, yeah. you know what? Today's going to be an amazing day. Yeah, for sure. And like when you look good, you feel good. So absolutely. You know, you feel absolutely. good, you'll do good. It all, it's a domino effect. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and I it think like with as- your winged liner. wait do you work remotely um so I I work I know about yeah yeah sorry I work remotely three days a week and I work in our office twice a week so right now I'm working remotely um and yeah I have like two office days where I go into the city and yeah I kind of like it that way well uh I I don't if I don't have to go to the city then I won't yeah you know like obviously if there's like events or meetings right yeah but when I'm working from home I like to be like super comfortable and I don't like to wear makeup but then there are times when I don't feel I'm like oh I just like you know and then I'll like put on makeup and I have nowhere to go but I'm like wow like yeah this this literally has increased my mood by like tenfold so it's just it's, it is so true. Like when you look good, you feel good. Exactly. And yeah, actually, it's funny sure. that you say that because like, sure, yeah, I have my days also where I'm just like, I'm not going to wear any makeup. I'm going to mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be clean. I'm going to join this Zoom meeting right now with like, I look dirty and I don't care, you know? Mm-hmm. But then like, I thought about it and I'm like, okay, how, what can like motivate me to like do my work a little bit mm-hmm. more and like just feel better about myself? And sure, it's like doing your makeup and like getting dressed and whatnot but like a very big key thing that I've actually been doing lately is wearing my shoes and uh this this is not um this is not something that I will take credit for I got the idea from my boyfriend I didn't do I I didn't come up with this but he was just like why don't you like wear your shoes when you're working that way you like feel like you're kind of going somewhere you feel a little (laughs) bit like higher up too I don't know and I'm like you're right so I started doing that and that's interesting well Obviously, I'm I'm Asian, so like there's no shoes in the ah, household. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but I do have like um, what is it called? Like a working, like a resident lounge. So I always work downstairs, and oh, obviously, cool. I'm, I'm wearing shoes downstairs. Yeah, for, I would I would hope you. Are. <laughs> but um, it's so funny you you like I guess you know was saying that's your that's your little element yeah. to like making you feel good. Um, one thing that I learned recently too is just putting on perfume. Oh my God, like yes. I don't put it all the time, right? Because I usually put it when I go out. But when I'm at home, I'll spray on perfume, and I don't know what it is. It yeah. makes me also feel like, girl, you smell good. So you like, smell good. You <laughs> look good. You are good. That's <laughs> yeah. so true. Yeah. No, Word. I do that before bed sometimes too. Actually, just so oh, I can go yeah, to sleep okay. smelling like a fairy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> These are all elements to hack your habits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Okay, so my podcast is called The City Confessions. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw this coming, but 
basically after I talk with my guests, I love for them to share a city confession. And let me just have a quick disclaimer that there is no right or wrong, good and bad. Mm. It's just like a fun way to weave all my episodes together. Yeah. So with that being said, Rafaela, if you can share a city confession, what would that be? Huh. A confession, a city confession. So basically, can you can you define that a little bit? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I think some questions I often ask are like, what are some things that people would be surprised to know about you? So almost like a fun fact, it can be something about if you want to go in the more serious <laughs> route, like insecurities, um, like fears. What is one thing you wish people asked more about you or there's a misconception about you like any of those questions like Mm. do they bring up anything yeah I mean there's definitely misconceptions about me I would say um but I don't know if that really ties into city confessions or anything like that but I feel like a big misconception people have about me is like when they first see me I'm just very I'm always I, I have a full face of makeup on you know I like I like to put on nice outfits and things like that and I feel like people maybe think I'm ditzy, um, mm. but I'm so not. I'm hyperactive. I'm not ditzy. Yeah. <laughs> they need to get it right. Um, but I don't know. I don't really know how to kind of answer that. Like a No, but I think your answer in itself is is very yeah. telling. Like you are saying like a city confession is people think I'm this way, but I'm actually so much more. Yeah. And I think that has been the core of this conversation that you are – you know, like, because I always try to be present in, 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 it's not even an interview. Yeah. In this conversation. Yeah. And I feel like I pick up certain themes and what I'm picking up is that you seem very confident in, in your values and like grounded in yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, and that would, would experiencing life and having a job and all of this, those can bleed in. And sometimes affect, right? Like yeah. who you are. And I think you're trying to just be the metaphor that comes to my mind or the, the image that comes to my mind is like if you're swimming uh-huh. and sometimes you feel like you were stressed from work and everything, you know, you go underwater and you're like, oh my God, I, I need to just like come out and breathe because yeah. like I need to like take in this air and, and almost like this light of who I truly am. Yeah. And then you can like finally float. I don't know why that's so weird. No, right? I get it. But but like I can envision you doing that. Maybe <laughs> also like Pisces. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, so I feel like that's also, it ties in with your confession being like, people see me this way, but I'm so much more. And yeah. it's like, you also know who you are, which is, which is amazing, you know, because how many people can actually say that? For sure. And I think it also like, sure, it, like I said, it goes hand in hand with like how I look like on the exterior, like my mm-hmm. makeup is done. I have my like, stupid cute little outfits sometimes you know <laughs> but like also the way I act like I'm super welcoming to people I'm very like mm-hmm. I'm very I, I I joke around all the time like I'm just constantly making jokes about things and like not for nothing like sometimes I'll play dumb about certain things just but I, I swear I'm just playing I'm not actually <laughs> you know um but I'll play dumb about certain things just to make like the situation a little bit more comforting or like mm-hmm. you know kind of feed the moment or just mm-hmm. go with the flow type of thing and I feel like that kind of that's yeah. such a vice that's literally Pisces yeah model, oh god <laughs> I'm such a cliche <laughs> no it's, it's perfect but I think that's it's like such a great way to look at it also because I think to be honest that's what made us 
have this somewhat of a relationship yeah. like when I first met you I was like oh my god I want to be her friend yeah. like I was like let's not talk about work no let's we actually... bonded instantly. yeah I was like I like this girl I'm like, I like you she? too girl so that's why it, it's so true like you definitely are very welcoming and like for your job you know as well but also again going back to what you were saying like wanting to serve others like you yeah. definitely have that I don't know. It's definitely an energy. It's just like this, like, hey, I'm I'm not here to judge. Like, I'm not like you're you're oh, like yeah. the complete opposite of being like standoffish. Oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I try. I really do try. I hate that. I've been around that so much my whole life. And like mm-hmm. I've been around so many judgy people and just like uh, I, I always felt kind of like an outcast growing up, too, because like I grew up in a very like kind of like Catholic Christian area. Well, I mean, I grew up in a very diverse area, but like everybody around me celebrated Christmas and like had communions and did this and did that. I'm Jewish, so I didn't do any of that. So I always kind of felt like a little black sheep. And I was like, man, I never want to make people feel like this. Mm. So I've kind of always just like thought about how I felt when I was younger. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. let me do the opposite and like make everyone feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a reason why they say treat others the way you want to be treated. Like it's so true. And I don't know if this could be a whole nother conversation, but also like certain instances can literally wreck you. Like it can be trauma. Oh, I don't yeah. think people realize that, especially, I mean, given, you know, of course, if you're a child or kids, kids can be mean, they don't really yeah. know. But like those memories, those instances, they literally stay with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. So One little that's thing. A good, yeah. And that's a takeaway for everybody like listening as well. Like, honestly, be kind. I know it sounds so cliche, so simple, but it's so true because you don't know. You honestly have no idea how the way you interact with other people and if you just take an extra effort, right, to, like, be extra kind, like, how it can truly, truly change them for the better. Yeah, definitely. That's, like, what I would love to leave this podcast with and I want to take a moment right now to just literally give you a big virtual hug and so much gratitude for you saying yes. I always think when people schedule time out of your day, out of their day for me, like that is such a gift. Like I don't take that for granted. So oh, thank you, Raphael. Oh, I'm thank so happy. You. Thank you. No, this was super fun. Amazing. Definitely so I have one podcast experience, but yeah, thank going. you. Okay. I know. I have one more question before we fully yeah. wrap up. And that is what is the one thing you love most about yourself? Oh, the one thing I love most about myself. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. I feel like we don't think about this too often. I know. And that's why I want to turn it back towards you Ooh. and just like leave on a, a high note. Hmm. It can be literally anything. Yeah. Anything. Anything. My like, what nails. Is your gut? <laughs> my nails. I what love designs my nails. What do you have right now? Oh, my God. I just dis- um, discovered magnetic nail polish. I don't know if you've what like, is that? seen it. It's crazy. It, like, goes with the light. So, basically, like, when you when you flash your light on your nails, it, like, in one angle, it looks like, like, like velvety. And then in another angle, it looks like jelly nails. It's so cool. It's the coolest thing well, ever. What's the actual, like, is it considered, like, powder, gel? Like, what's it's the gel. base? It's gel. Okay, it's gel. Yeah. Okay. yeah, this is something I is picked up. Is it like up. chrome or no? It's very similar to chrome. Okay. But I'll send you a picture after this. Actually. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, send me a picture later. <laughs> yeah, it's very similar, but like it's like glittery on one side, but it kind of, it just reflects with the light. So I started oh doing my, my own nails um, since oh, COVID okay. happened, and it's like a, this is a big accomplishment of mine. Actually, I've, I've uh, mastered <laughs> my nails, and I will never ever go back to a nail salon ever again. Oh my god, yeah. I'm the opposite. Oh okay. Uh, well, 
guess I guess for me, one, I don't have the patience. And two, when I do go to get my nails done, it honestly is like a self-care act for me. Yeah, that too. So sure. like I don't – it's not necessarily like I'm like, oh, my God, I need to – it's just more like, okay, I really just want to unwind. I really want to just – take this moment for myself definitely but my sister recently yeah she's also really into nails and she's been like you know trying out her techniques and I'm just like okay go yeah, for it yeah it's fun like also yeah, you work sure. with your hands you use your hands all the time it's true and like I feel like the one thing I'm always looking at is my nails so even when I'm typing just take a little look at my nails and I'm like oh they make me so happy so <laughs> I know yeah it's so true <laughs> after I get my nails done I always feel like a brand new woman I'm like oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. So people, either go do your nails or learn some some nail techniques, especially since, okay, listen, winter is here. It's going to be cold. Like people, I mean, I don't know about people, but I'm not going to, I'm not going out. So Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're right. I'm going to have so much time in my hands. Like you might as well find a new hobby, find a new, find a new activity. (laughs) But I do feel you that uh, going to get your nails done. It's a, it's a nice little moment for yourself. Yeah, for sure. A self-care moment. So Mm -hmm. uh, I do encourage that still and support your local nail salons. So yes, yes. You can have a, you can do both. You can do both. Yeah. That's that's the best part. Definitely. Okay. Well, it was so lovely speaking to you, Rafaela. And and I will leave all of her information in the show notes. So if you guys enjoy this episode, feel free to connect with her. Um, if you also feel called to, definitely help leave a review on iTunes as a as it um, supports your girl and this exposure for this podcast. And next week we have two more episodes before I see the six wraps up. So yeah, I was gonna say I'm excited. It's it's a bittersweet moment, but it's also good because I feel like every Season has its, you know, special moment. And I need a break before I come back for 2022. Anyways, um, I'm ranting. So we're going to wrap this up. Rafaela, thank you so, 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 so thank much. You, Mary. And we will talk soon. Thanks. Have a great right. day. Bye. Bye.